0: All right. Ready? Cut. What do I say?
1: Uh, hello? <laughs> do you say hello and welcome I to, a,
0: to... I the... think I do. I think I do. I think so. Hello. <laughs> welcome. My, my brain. Yes. Hello welcome. and welcome. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's hello and welcome, but I really don't know. Let's find out. Let's, <laughs> yes, also, let's, see. let's <laughs> see. It's only been two weeks and I already <laughs> forgot what I say. I've only been doing this for four and a half years.
1: Whatever
0: it takes, Pat and Rach will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Pish posh, Adam. I'm
1: your old pal, Pat. You remember when, uh... When Claire said "pish posh," Adam, yep. and she wasn't even like joking.
0: I wrote it down. I wrote it down. But what? Do you, why? That's a very
1: old timey thing to say.
2: Oh,
0: it pish is. posh, Adam! Mm-hmm. It's
1: like Emily Gilmore entered the chat all mm-hmm. of a sudden. How you doing there, pal? <laughs> Rachy, what do you got? How you doing there, my I'm friend? I'm pal. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. It's going to be th- well. By the time the broomheads hear this episode, it will yep. have been Thanksgiving.
0: Mm-hmm. It will be past Thanksgiving at this point.
1: They'll be eating their leftover turkey sandwiches uh, Mm -hmm. while they listen to the podcast, most likely. But for us, it's Mm -hmm. Monday, which means it hasn't been Thanksgiving yet. It's
0: pre-Thanksgiving.
1: It's pre-Thanksgiving. I'm getting ready to eat some turkey. I don't fucking even care about turkey, to be quite honest. (laughs) Getting ready to eat some mashed potatoes. I do like those. Very good. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Green bean casserole, maybe. I don't know. Mm
0: -hmm. What do you think you'll be having? Will you eat some pumpkin pie?
1: And do some caroling. Not yet. Too early. No,
0: that's Friday. Uh, well, I
1: eat some pumpkin pie. Um, I don't know. I guess if it's avail- if it's available, mm-hmm. I would, I would, uh, I would, I would partake in some. If there's an, if there is literally any other pie choice, I will have that instead of pumpkin <laughs> pie, though.
0: I think where I'm going, there's supposed to be like five to seven different kinds of pie. What I know, there's a lot of options, and maybe even some of those are cakes. I'm not sure. I'll find out. I'll keep you. Posted. You like pumpkin?
1: You like pumpkin though?
0: No. Yeah. It's my least. Fun. I'm no, listen, it's not, I'll it's eat not a great pie. I'm not. I, it's never been something I'm that interested in. Honestly, Turkey also not that great. Really? I'm there for I'm the not a stuffing.
1: Love stuffing. Stuffing's mm-hmm. good. You know what I would like if we just, we just, just, uh, skewed with Turkey. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Is that right? Yeah. If we just discarded turkey altogether and went ham, ham steak, baby. Oh, you're a big Ooh, ham la, steak la. person.
0: No, I'm not that. Either. No, no.
1: What would you have, lasagna?
0: No, I would. Uh, my my uh, large meal of choice is either like a big fish, like a whole fish, oh, or big like, fish
1: with Ethan, uh,
0: yeah, you uh, uh, <laughs> and McGregor, the movie Big Fish. You really want
1: to take down the Tim Burton classic, big yeah, fish. yeah,
0: or like a a beef tenderloin. Oh, that's a good one. A steak, like a... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you're Mm -hmm. right. That's what I'll probably be doing for Christmas, Give it to (laughs) baby.
1: Big turkey really cornered the market on these
0: winter holidays. This poor turkeys just don't even know what's going to come for them.
1: Fucking Butterball was like, we need Mm -hmm. to sell more of these dry-ass fucking (laughs) birds to force them to eat it.
0: There's a local chef who has an NPR show. Who um, was talking the other day about how a wild turkey keeps coming up to her house. And she's like, this turkey does not know whose house he's coming to. <laughs> he, he would not come to my house if he knew that I was a chef.
1: Right. He's going to kill it, mm. name it, kill it and mm-hmm. eat it for uh, for th- the Thanksgiving holiday.
0: Mm-hmm. I've just seen a lot of deer lately, but I haven't. I'm not a deer eater.
1: Um, I think it needs to be said mm-hmm. that uh Double Threat, one of my favorite podcasts on the planet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've probably talked about this before, but I got I, I got to bring it up. Mm-hmm. So, Tom Sharpling and Julie Klausner, the hosts of a podcast called Double Threat. Tom Sharpling is among my radio heroes. I've been listening to him the best show on WFMU for, you know, damn near uh, over a decade, know, I've, most of my adult life. Mm-hmm. He is a hero. I'm sure that part of What I do on this show is osmosis and probably uh, uh, subconsciously stolen from him in some way. He's the fucking best. Julie Klausner, equally great. Such a great writer. One of the funniest people. Difficult people. We remember. We love Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, in no possible world do I think that Tom Sharpling or Julie Klosner have ever listened to this podcast. They shouldn't, nor should they. They have no reason to. They've probably never seen Degrassi the Next Generation. So why would they listen to the show? There have been many moments throughout the life of this podcast, the Degrassi Every Episode of Marathon Podcast, where something will happen on Double Threat that sound that comes again. Don't. This isn't. I. I'm, mm-hmm. This makes me proud. This isn't like they're stealing. I don't think that. That don't. Uh, not in a million years. I'm. I have pride
2: mm-hmm.
1: that they'll say something that I'm like, oh my god, we like just did something so similar two or three weeks ago. I don't remember exactly what episode it was. Uh, they. The last five to ten minutes of the episode was devoted to them talking about, and then Tom doing mm-hmm. Bob Hoskins Bob Hoskins <laughs> who talks about Bob Hoskins us and then a couple weeks uh before that or after that uh the great Anthony Atamanik went on the show playing an Italian chef doing basically Mr. Del Rossi <laughs> it, oh, like to a fucking tea
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm listening to the episode today I can't believe my ears they're talking about Chuck Grassley, you know Chuck Grassley, a yeah, yeah. Republican mm-hmm. uh political person. He's
0: 89 years old, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He's a, so old. And Julie went
0: Grassley,
1: which is an impression <laughs> of Mr. Spacely saying Chuck Grassley's last name. Mm-hmm. Much like I told the story about uh Blakefield Civil, Mr. Spacely mm-hmm. saying Blakefield Civil. <laughs> and then later on in that episode, Julie started talking about how uh uh Frank Sinatra was a hack and a piece of shit. And I was like, oh, he sucks shit, she said. And I was like, I can't believe this. I don't know that this needs to be said on our podcast, but I'm just filled with pride over it. <laughs> it makes me feel like we're doing something right. Uh, 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 we're on in in the wavelength with these podcast mm-hmm. luminaries, Rach. And just That's as amazing. we, I believe, I think we can officially, this is why I'm bringing it up, I think we can officially call ourselves podcast luminaries thank you very much
0: mm. what do you think rich
1: podcast luminary over here i or mean
0: what? i guess so i don't see why not
1: i know we i still have an episode to go so i'm not even gonna bring it up but you know something's uh, just l- <laughs> speaking of luminaries are you it's put, are you
0: gonna put us in the hall of fame
1: i don't know I'm thinking about
0: it mm. <laughs> i was thinking about it might, but uh, I'm not might be won over by that i need to think about it for a minute <laughs>
1: Um, unfortunately, though, we're not here to talk about the best show, Tom Sharpling, Julie Klausner. We're not here to talk about the Hall of Fame. Certainly, I'm not. We're not here to talk about uh, Mr. Spacely, Blake Fielder, Civil, Frank Sinatra, any of these people, any Mm-mm. of these things. We're here to talk about Degrassi. The last episode, I call, I, 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 slipped and called it Degrassi, the next generation. I don't oh, know if you noticed in the realist. Terrible. I called it Degrassi, the next generation, but this is not your grandma's Degrassi, the next generation. This is your... Elder millennials Degrassi period. <laughs> More specifically,
0: if 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 it's your mom's, if it's your mom's Degrassi, the next generation, I think that it might be like your post Gen Z generation is Degrassi.
1: Yeah, post no pre Gen Z, right? No, this one Gen yeah. Z wasn't watching this Degrassi. Yeah, they were.
0: You think Gen Z was? Yeah. How old are Gen Z? They're born after 96, I think. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: All right. This is Gen Z's Degrassi. Then. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Podcast Luminary over here.
0: I was like, uh, us elder millennials, <laughs> this is not our Degrassi. <laughs> we too old for this.
1: No, I said this isn't your elder millennials Degrassi.
0: This is your... Oh, said, you said this isn't your mom's Degrassi This is your elder millennials Degrassi
1: Yeah but I think this isn't elder millennials Degrassi because we
0: watched this show the, But we never Watched these seasons you and uh, I Oh yeah
1: you're right yeah that's a good point <laughs> Okay, so how should I rephrase it? This I, ain't your grandma. This I ain't your elder. This, joke, this so. ain't your elder millennials, Degrassi. This is your Zoomers, Degrassi. More specifically, Degrassi episodes ten nineteen and ten twenty, which are the two hundred and seventh and two hundred and eighth episodes of Degrassi Next Generation. Wow. But because of all these two parters, this is really the one hundred and fifty seventh Degrassi. I called it Degrassi. Slip of the tongue. It's hard. Just it's hard. Ha- just coming out. Uh, The name of the episode is Still Fighting It. Mm-hmm. Still Fighting It is a Ben Folds song.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But we're counting anything with the man's name in it. Be the, the Ben Folds, the <laughs> Ben Folds 5, the Ben Folds Live. I don't know. Rachel. Mm-hmm. And I'm big and important. What's your favorite Ben Folds or Ben Folds 5? Ben Folds, <laughs> the, the, the Ben Folds Cinematic Universe song.
0: <laughs> I feel bad for the five because I don't know what the difference is between Ben Folds and the Five.
1: <laughs> well, those other two guys aren't in the band
0: anymore, I think. <laughs> but then I feel like he still has some people playing with him. So Yeah, he
1: definitely does, yeah. but I don't think it's the five.
0: Yeah, which was two guys.
1: Hey, my friend. That's Dave Matthews.
0: Yeah, wrong 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 guy. Um I was never like a huge fan, I guess like as much as like anyone of us who listened to a lot of alt rock in the nineties, I heard my share of the Ben folds five. And then it went into some of that Ben folds that I cared for less. Like I was saying rocking the suburbs, not one of my favorite songs. Um, but I think if I had to choose, I prefer the earlier five stuff. Mm -hmm. I think some of that, um, before it gets really, um, watered down, uh, and kind of bland, I would say is the better stuff. So, I went with um, One Angry Dwarf and 200 Solemn Faces.
1: That's what I was singing when I just so uh, I'm big and important. One angry dwarf and 200 <laughs> Solemn Faces are you. Great song. I, of course, was a teenager when Ben Folds 5 was making the rounds. Mm-hmm. And I was a punk rock teenager, so you couldn't, wouldn't mm. catch me fucking dead in an alley listening to this fucking Billy Joel fucking <laughs> gobbagool. Turns out not Billy Joel at all. Much more fun and clever mm-hmm. and goofy and, and mm-hmm. campy and silly. I didn't even like whiff Ben Folds. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew Brick
2: yeah.
1: to make fun of it, which is bad. Mm-hmm. That's probably But it's like, it's funny. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's like, a, it, that song is a lot.
0: It is a lot. And it was played it literally on alt rock radio all the time. Literally that album is like, give me my money back, you
1: bitch. And then fucking, like abortion. <laughs> yeah, you're trying for now we're feeling. I do like that song, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't even like fucking mess with I, it. I, I didn't fuck with it at all mm-hmm. until I was like well into like my probably like 30s. Mm-hmm. When I heard that song, Zach and Sarah, which Mm -hmm. is a Ben Folds solo, Mm John. And I love I still I think that's a great
0: song. That is a good song. (laughs) (laughs) He's a
1: real like cornball, but I kind of like Mm -hmm. I love it. It's like an endearing Mm cornball. Like he is the kind of person that if I found out like that, he got he was like a sexual predator or like some mm-hmm. kind of a sexual asshole, I'd be fucking floored.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he just seems like a nice guy.
0: Yeah. I was just looking him up earlier. He was been married four times.
1: Oh, maybe he moved. Oh, yeah. Listen, who knows? Who knows what goes on mm-hmm. behind closed? Well, piano he's, you know,
0: asking benches. for money back from bitches. And you know, then give
1: me my money back. You bitch. Um, I think that's probably the, the strongest of, the, Oh, I love that song. Narcolepsy from the for the first opening song from the biography of Reinhold Messner mm-hmm. I go to sleep and like, mm-hmm. it's a fucking mm-hmm. big piano
0: I remember song. that song yeah
1: that is a great song that might be my choice mm-hmm. but I'm not going to pick it because I'm going to pick Zack and Sarah which mm-hmm. was my initiation into the mm-hmm. cult of Benfolds but I'm not in, in the cult of Benfolds I like whatever mm-hmm. and ever amen Fucking narcolepsy from mm-hmm. Reinhold Mesner and Zach and Sarah. Rock in the Suburbs is a goof
0: goofball yes, song. Song sucks. And yeah. like, Brick isn't a bad song, but I think I heard no, I it, like it too much. And so I really don't like it now.
2: 6
1: a.m., day after Christmas.
0: That song okay. was really popular when I was very, very, very obsessed with like my
2: Abortion. Local... Oh. <laughs>
0: All our rock, alt rock radio station.
1: <laughs> Somebody <laughs> tweeted something about like Ben Folds. How do you think Ben Folds feels that he owes his entire career from the baby he aborted? <laughs> him and his girlfriend at the time aborted. Yeah. You know what's funny about that song is like you see Ben Folds and you're like, I can't even imagine
0: him having sex as a young person.
1: <laughs> like before he was famous? Yeah. God bless. And then I've come to find out he's been married four times. Mm-hmm.
0: Demons to Betsy. God bless. You never I got know. You never know just by the looks of someone.
1: You never know. I got nothing but love for Ben Folds. He's pretty. He seems like a nice guy.
0: Yeah, he seems fine.
1: Better than Billy Joel, as far as like uh, piano playing nerds go.
0: <laughs> Those are your two piano playing nerds? <laughs> and Elton John, but yeah. he's the best.
1: God bless. Rest in peace, Elton John. He died last night. I don't know if you heard. Died a couple nights ago. Oh wait, no. He just played his last concert.
0: It's like, wait, what? That's like I didn't yeah, He's hear dead.
1: That. He pa- he passed on. He was
0: <laughs> can't say things like that.
1: I will say the best song with bitch in the lyrics is from Elton John, The Bitch Is Back. Mm-hmm. I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch not that, in the back. Not that Meredith
0: Brooks song. Go
1: sober, but by a matter of fact, I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a so child, much. I'm a mother. Can't wait till I get
0: stuff. to Meredith Brooks on this show that we have to talk about.
1: <laughs> she's a sinner, she's a saint and she does not feel the same. Yeah. She's your it. She's your queen and she's nothing, nothing in between. You Mm you wouldn't want it any other way. No. She is a person with uh, multitudes. She can cont- as Bob Dylan famously said 2 years ago, he she contains multitudes. She wasn't <laughs> speaking about
0: um Meredith Brooks, I don't think. Who was he speaking about?
1: Himself. He has a song called I Contain
0: Multitudes. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: One of his newer songs. It's like 35 minutes long. It's fucking great though. You should listen to it. One I'm of the not, a, like,
0: not a Bob Dylan fan.
1: Well, I'm not telling you to listen to it. I'm
0: telling Oh, it people. You're, with, telling, I'm telling, you're the I'm telling it to the view. listeners. <laughs> telling
1: it to the listeners with good taste. Not to
0: Rachel, you, the collective you. No. Brett Scallions wrote that song. You'd be like, fucking oh, love on. it. come on. I'm not 13 anymore.
1: You'd be like, I fucking love that song. I contain multitudes. I could listen to it for t- two hours. This is Brett Scallions. Yeah, I probably did it.
0: want to hear Shimmer more than Brick at this point in time, though.
1: Where he drives. Day after Christmas, what a fucking weird day to choose to, to, to fucking do such a sad thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, it's not necessarily a sad thing. It could be a fucking mm-hmm. b- very happy thing, I guess. So do it after Christmas. But it's presented in the song
0: yeah. as a this sad is, thing. This is one person's experience of something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's the man's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Ben Folds. <laughs> Sorry, it's not just any man.
1: It's not the five. It's not the five. You know, I would love to read an art an interview with the uh with the woman who that song's about. Love to hear her side of the story. Is there one? <sighs> yeah. Now we know it. Yeah, cuz what is this? Some they and I broke down because I was tired. Who cares what you were tired of doing? <laughs> I want to know what she was tired of yeah. doing. That's what I'm saying.
0: No one gives a shit what you were doing. What's ben her Holmes? name?
1: I would like to have dinner with her, her and the person who decided that shit was a bad word.
0: That's what we're up to now. Those two, they, they should maybe both go in the Hall of Fame if we knew who they were, but we don't have names. Listen,
1: you're the one. Oh, we have to put, we have to, you have to nominate the the woman from Brick. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I might go for the, more so for the one who decided "shit" was a bad word. Oh yeah, that
1: well, but you know what? I don't want to put. I would. I would actually vote against that person. Oh, true. True. Because that's some bullshit. Mm-hmm, it is. That's some bull poop. See, I can say that no problem. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't get us an explicit tag on
0: mm-hmm. i
1: podcasts.
0: It would not. It would not. What's
1: it called? Apple
0: Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Sorry. Yeah. So should we get into this?
1: Is it still boiling points? Are we still
0: boiling? We're points? still boiling. Oh, God. I can't remember when it stops boiling, but I'll look it up again. We've gone through this many times. So
1: how despondent were you when you saw the thumbnail and it was Riley?
0: Oh, let me tell you my blurb. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> gonna get into it, Marissa. You're going to love this blurb. I'm not I'm not saying that this is the best because I forgot my great one from this morning because I didn't write it down. But anyway, <clears throat> I think it's
1: I think it's going to be great. Yeah.
0: In still fighting it, Riley says to Zane, I don't know why you keep giving me chances. And Riley, I stopped giving you chances a long time ago. Meanwhile, Eli and Claire play a modern Romeo and Juliet, and Wesley gets girl tips from Drew. All right. All right. Yeah, you know. I, I, Riley. Like, Riley is the only character who's been given, like, a full story arc, and it's, like, not worth it. I will say
1: I... I, Riley and Agoros Keplipanos, who plays him,
0: or mm-hmm. <laughs> Jiris or whatever,
1: <laughs> he does not inspire uh, excitement in any way. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, if you want, I'm sorry if you email the podcast and and you listen to it. I'm sorry. I, I you're probably a nice person. But I think the storyline I like, I just wish the character was a little bit more, I don't know,
0: I don't know, charismatic. He doesn't have any depth to him, and it's so silly because, like, he suddenly miraculously understands hope and like internalized homophobia in this episode but there's just like he 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 went to
1: that meeting but he has the same
0: fucking face throughout the whole thing even when he's like punching up owen and like when he's realizing internalized homophobia and when he's talking to anya about how much he likes Zayn. like there's no range of emotions on this guy
1: when he well i i will slightly disagree okay only because I think the emotions that he does show are wrong because <laughs> when he figures out, and this is also on Zane, mm-hmm. Chaz, Zane Chaz as well, when they realize, when he realizes that he has this internalized homophobia and he says, I'm a homophobe, they laugh. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? I think yeah. it was like they were happy that he came to the realization mm-hmm. but it came off as if they were like laughing at it and mm-hmm. i was really what is going on here is what i thought that's why i said out loud yeah to myself i don't know man yeah i like i i am sort of strangely fond of the storyline um but i'm just he is a um
0: this is like one of the few storylines that's been given the proper amount of episodes to cover it. And we've like gone back and forth on things instead of it yeah. being rushed. And it's it's so frustrating to me because I'm just like, God, this character bores me <laughs> like and I'm not invested I know. in him.
1: I think that's what I'm trying to say. I th- It's been yeah. given all these episodes and I think deservedly so. The story. hmm. I just wish it was a different, I'm like, could this have been Dave or like somebody who's like, mm-hmm. got it jumps off the screen instead yeah. of like, Agorius Katsimopoulos who's just like, kind of, a haircut. Yeah. He's just like a haircut in a, in a tank top. But what are you gonna do? He still is not comfortable in his own skin, we know this, but he's mm-hmm. really, really, really trying to get back in the good graces of Zane Chaz. Mm-hmm. And
0: Anya, And Zane Chaz, great character like i, I like actually zane he, i like zane he's great like i love I like zane jazz i almost wish zane
1: Chaz was the person dealing with the i just feel like he's i, more I like, literally
0: think they brought him in because they're like you know what our jira's Apocalypse. is not gonna do a great job so we gotta bring someone who will like bring a little bit of dynamite into this storyline
1: yeah papadopoulos um i think also i think that's why they threw anya on this, because mm-hmm. when he is with Anya, the the uh, the electricity bumps a bit. Like mm-hmm. she definitely is. I like. Uh, I know I said that mm-hmm. Anya was a, a useless character, like last episode, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't like her. I've said okay. that before, yeah. but she does it. And this is another scenario where Anya, or another example of Anya serving a greater mass, like serving. She's really only there to sort of like get Riley. She's like a story uh, plot device, basically. Mm -hmm. But I Mm -hmm. like them together. I actually find him, I find like he pops a little bit more when he's around her. They Mm -hmm. have some sort of like fun friend chemistry Mm -hmm. that I do enjoy. So if they're together, I'm like, oh, it's not so bad. But then when he's just like... Flippy flopping around with that haircut, and he's just like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, my god, I'm going to the fucking anti-homophobia meeting in the basement." Which <laughs> they got that together real fast, and it was very professional. With these oh, legs. I know,
0: I know, and I was like, "Who is this guest host?" I know of the of the homophobia meeting.
1: Yeah, homophobia in the hallways. Yeah, Nancy,
0: no homophobia
1: in the hallways. Freddy Krueger would say that. <laughs> no. Days. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen that so anyway I know I know you haven't
1: yeah, so, yeah he's looking to get back with Zane Chaz but Zane Chaz is just not having it he's like he'll, he'll do math with him but he's not interested in getting back together until Riley like will admit who he is
0: yeah and then yeah there's so like there's a um oh my god I can't apparently can't even talk um In the locker room, the football team is hanging out And Owen is making, like, gay jokes And Riley's like, joking along with them Like, oh, that's, like, that's how you brush it off Like, that's why you make it, like, not a big deal So then he goes to this event called Homophobia in Our Hallways It's a roundtable discussion Um, Mm -hmm. And he magically learns what internalized homophobia is And suddenly has this, like, awakening
1: yeah Zane Chaz is really upset when Riley mm-hmm. makes the joke or ma- mm-hmm. yeah, makes the joke in the locker room. So when they go to homophobia in the hallways, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's like a funny name. It's a funny name. It. Yeah. It's like a, it's like, could be like a movie homophobia in the hallways. Mm-hmm. Um, when they go to that, Zane Chaz stands up and he says, you know, I'm on the football team. The guys make fun of me. I don't really take it to heart. But mm-hmm. there's a guy who's closeted and he joins in and that really hurts me. Mm-hmm. So he basically calls Riley out in this mm-hmm. meeting, which is what leads Riley to realize, oh, my God, I'm homophobic. Mm-hmm. And then makes Riley go fucking completely in the opposite direction and be like I am fighting. I'm punching anybody who says anything remotely homophobic,
0: it's which is so I'm, strange I, and it's like even when Zane like Chaz it. calls him out like Riley's like no, I'm glad you did. Like I I feel like that needed to happen. Um and <laughs> it's just yeah, it goes like really really over the top. It's he? like they, right. they. It was that when he overhears Dave say, "That's so gay," when they're walking down the hallway, and then they were like about to beat up on like Wesley and Dave.
1: And Wesley d- drops, like, his thermos and runs the other way, yeah. and that was I, – I chortled at yeah. that, <laughs> which, like, I don't laugh at this show very much. That made me laugh. That was – and it was supposed to. It was yeah. very funny.
2: Yeah.
1: I love I, – we'll get to my buddy. I, mm-hmm. I'm really – I'm falling for Wesley. <laughs> He's and he's like not like I'm a little afraid that like Wesley's gonna be in Celly, but he's not in Celly yet.
0: No, he seems very charming and lovely and just <laughs> sweet <laughs> I and like naive. Him. Yeah. And I,
1: really
0: I thought am. I was like, is he wearing socks on his arm? And then I was like, wait, he has two broken arms.
1: What Why does happened? he have broken arms? I
0: don't remember that happening.
1: Oh, maybe the actor broke his arm and they were like, mm. Well, we we already paid you your sixty dollars for the season, so you gotta yeah. do it. Can't, can't,
0: can't. He has a lot of lines for sixty dollars, so.
1: Um, so, uh, yeah, so basically, uh, Riley tells the fucking locker room, all the guys, Mm -hmm. what's the fucking asshole's name? Casper. What's his name?
0: Owen. Owen. I hate Owen. (laughs) Oh my God. Owen is the worst.
1: Uh, so Owen loves fucking doing gay jokes and gay slurs. He loves it. I think Owen's going to turn out to be gay. Probably. Not because I think that's what would necessarily happen in real life, but I think that this is probably where this show's moving us towards. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, And Riley's like, if I hear anybody say anything homophobic again, I'm going to fucking put you in your place, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, Owen, when does he punch? He fucking, oh my God. He He really punches
0: Owen. That's a little bit later.
1: That's when he puts the F slur on the bus. Riley is yes. an F slur yeah. on the bus. And
0: he also wrote homo on his locker.
1: Right. So he first writes... Yeah, he writes it on his locker, and then he writes Riley is an F slur, like, in shaving cream mm-hmm. on the bus.
0: Yeah. And, like, what? how this happens is that back in the beginning, the original, mm. like, locker room issue was that... um Okay, I guess they jazz. all have to take turns washing the shirts and there's like one shirt. that turned pink instead of white. And so Owen's like, Oh, this is for you. Zane Chaz. Um, and Chaz no, Zane, Chaz.
1: It's Zane Chaz. Zane Chaz.
0: <laughs> Zane Chaz.
1: So <laughs> no, 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 no. Cause that takes away the Chaz of it all. Then it's just oh, Chaz. Chaz-Zane.
0: You really need to have, the Chaz yeah, I need to that. hear Chaz. You need your Z's to be as far apart as possible. So Zane Chaz. Um, he gives, Owen gives uh, Zayn Chaz the pink shirt and is like, that's what it's hard. He makes like a gay joke. Early on also, Riley is like, well, it's better that I like agree with the jokes because it's that or I'm going to like fight this guy right. because, you know, I've been to anger management. So apparently that's, that's all his options are. <laughs> it's like to either fight it's people or It's just two. It's,
1: keep... the, it's the two. It's that it's or the, the jokes.
0: Internalize
1: homophobia or bunch people in the face.
0: Yeah. So then what... Riley does later. And apparently he's the captain of the football team again. So I guess that suspension part is over. Um, He QB1. washes oh, all right. the shirts. Oh, yeah.
1: great fucking point.
0: I know. Rach. They never brought that up again. And I was just like, oh, yeah, he must be. Because the people refer to him as the captain or he refers to himself as the captain. And he's QB1 again.
1: Yes, that's
0: right. So that, suspe- that five game suspension must have passed at this point. I love um, hearing
1: you say QB1 like you know what you're talking about. Makes me so
0: it's meaningless. It's like first chair, mm. right? <laughs> so <laughs> Riley washes all the shirts with a red shirt. And so they all end up pink. And so he's trying to do this Spartacus thing where he's yeah. like, you know, I am Spartacus, but everyone is Spartacus. And so sure. if we're all gay, then it makes being gay. Okay. Which I was like, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but sure. Whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, so, Oh Owen sees a note at some point that Riley left on Zane Chaz's locker mm-hmm. that said, "Meet me at the oh wait, that's later
0: that is later that's later. um, but one so- thing that happens this is when he sees the homo on the locker, and this is when he also sees the boss and everything but there's one thing that happens right before that and that's when he's talking to i think it's to chaz zane and he says sorry zane chaz um -hmm. and riley says about himself he's like i may not be einstein and i said (laughs) you're definitely not
1: (laughs) at one point uh zane chaz also says He's being facetious. And mm-hmm. Riley goes, he's being what? Riley is a fucking <laughs> cannon dum-dum.
0: <laughs> I think it's because he's a football player.
1: But there shouldn't all be dum-dums. Also, because also but they get hit fucking... in the head
0: so much. So, like, I mean, you've seen Herschel Walker.
1: Well, the other guy's a dum-dum too. What's his name? Drew. He's also like oh,
0: a dum. Yeah, dumb. yeah. He needs-Jane wasn't. When...
1: No, Jane, Jane. They was
0: protected great. her head for the most part, though.
1: So he sees the F-slur, Riley is an F-slur written on the bus Mm -hmm. in shaving cream, Mm -hmm. and this motherfucker Riley rears back and fucking knocks this Owen right in the fucking nose, and Mm -hmm. I I don't know what it is, maybe it's the wrestling fan in me, or Mm -hmm. like just... I loved it. I was like, yes.
0: And there were no teachers around. And Owen says something like, you're lucky that we're not on school property. And I'm like, you're on the road in front of school. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure that is school property. And I'm like, how did no one find out about this, that they didn't get in trouble for it?
1: I just, yeah, I know. I don't know. I mean, obviously nobody told on them, but I also just love how like Riley is like, I know it's not, Chaz, Zane Chaz gets so mad about it.
0: Yeah, he's like, he, that's not going to make it better. That's just going to make it worse. And that's literally what it does. It just makes when, it worse. Yeah,
1: it does. Uh, and he is right, though. I think it makes it a little better.
0: Well, yeah, because, I don't know. Riley is like threatening Owen and like, oh, it's man. so ridiculous.
1: There's something, there was something so satisfying to watching that guy's head yeah. like fucking snap back because of that punch. Yeah. Oh, and it was a good punch mm-hmm. kapow
0: oh yeah and then he had like a bruised face after that
1: and he was scared of riley riley sees him in the in the fucking hallways later mm-hmm. on and he's like motherfucker if you say any any homophobic slur again i'm gonna like kill you and then uh zane che- not zane Chez, uh casper sees um yes. why <laughs> did you that's come that's up with casper <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Kids?
0: Yes. Casper.
1: It's Me Casper.
0: It's Me, I haven't, Casper. I haven't it's seen me it. Casper.
1: Casper's like the lead the lead of that movie okay. and this guy reminds me a little okay. bit of the actor who okay. played Casper in Kids. It's Me Casper. He sees a note that Zay, that he's put that Riley's left on Zane Chaz's locker mm-hmm. that says meet me at like I guess the dot. Mhm. And so Zane Chaz, I mean Riley is waiting for Zane Chaz at the dot outside, they have outdoor seating now and he hears a commotion and Owen and this other guy are running, there's like squealing and and they're running out Mm -hmm. and and Riley gets up and they've thrown uh, Zane Zane Mm -hmm. Chaz, Zane whatever you want to call him Zane Chaz, Zane Chaz they've Mm -hmm. thrown him into a a dumpster Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which, okay and Riley gets real mad
0: yeah. No, Riley doesn't get real mad. Zane Chaz gets really mad. At Riley. Yes.
1: But Riley gets mad that they put him in the dumpster, right?
0: Yeah, but I think it's like the anger is really with Zane Chaz.
1: Zane Chaz is angry
0: at Riley. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But he doesn't punch him in the face because Zane Chaz is a pacifist. He believes in like a, a more, <laughs> a less violent approach to dealing with the scenario. Correct? So, um. Riley's going to change his ways. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the man in the room. Oh,
0: there's another important thing that we forgot to bring up before, and that's Riley's mother. Oh, yeah. So, like, we meet Riley's mom, who's very Greek, uh, a couple times in his bedroom. And he keeps talking about, like, Mom, like, you know, I got to go out on a there's someone I like, but, you know, it's been a year and I, you know, mess things up. <laughs> He's yeah. like, Well, for the right girl, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, she must be special. Um, and he's like, Trying to pick out a shirt to wear to the homophobia in the hallways round table. And his mom's like, Don't wear that shirt.
1: <laughs> yeah, the mom is like, But not like so obsessed with like, because obviously, like, Riley implies that this has been going on for a while mm-hmm. and she hasn't met her, but she wants to meet this fictional mm-hmm. girl.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then there comes a point where Riley's about to tell his mom Mm
2: -hmm.
1: he's like I have something to tell you the the girl and she and the mom interrupts and she's like you know it's okay if she's not Greek
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I just want grandkids Jesus lady (laughs) lay off so he's not ready to come out to his mom
0: yet yeah but he's so close he's so close
1: should be noted this is all the whole episode uh exists with a backdrop of a bachelor auction mm-hmm. finale that so Anya questionable is putting on for a high school to do. <laughs> so questionable for a high school to do, but pretty entertaining I have to say yeah, as yeah. a set piece. I enjoyed this mm-hmm. as a set piece. So there's a couple of bachelors up for the bachelor auction. One of them Am I am I skipping things cuz I'm going to this now?
0: No, no, that's what I have okay. next. So yeah.
1: So prior to the bachelor auction Riley and Zane have had a talk
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Zane says to Riley, are you, which person are you? Are you like the lovable guy who like, I like spending time with, or are you this violent maniac mm-hmm. who punches people in the face whenever they say something that you don't like? And Riley says, I'm the first guy. I promise you I'm the first guy. And Zane basically tells him, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. sort of a you got to prove it to me kind of thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay understandable totally understandable so zane Chaz is up as one of the bachelors
0: mm-hmm. and, he's <laughs> and being... he said he, before that though but when he gets up on stage he yeah. says he doesn't want to miss his chance to be bought by a misguided heather Poulet. Heather Poulet is like the new Heather Sinclair on this show. Mm. They've mentioned her like once before, I think. And it's like, whatever happened to Heather Sinclair? No one knows. So we're just like, oh, we'll just call. We'll just pretend there's this other fake Heather somewhere in the school. I like that. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. So um,
1: everybody knows that Zane is is uh, gay, right? He's totally mm-hmm. out of the closet. But he's being bit on by women. Mm hmm. High amounts of money, thirty dollars, thirty-five dollars. Then he's bid on by a new guy in a painter's cap who I was mm-hmm. like, I want more of him. I want to learn about this guy more than I want to learn about Riley. Mm-hmm. And painter's cap, I think, has it right there at thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. And it's going once, going twice, and then you hear exactly what I knew we were gonna hear. Fifty. And it was Riley Stavros. He Mm -hmm. was going to give $50 Mm -hmm. to go on a date with Zane Chaz. He wins the auction. He does. Drew comes up to them afterwards and says, so is this official? Are you uh, gay? Zane Chaz interrupts and says, no, he was just helping out a friend. Mm -hmm. And Riley was kind of like, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. And Zaynchez said, I don't, it's nobody need, I, I hate when people feel like they need an answer.
2: Mm-hmm. And I liked
1: that. I thought that was interesting. Like, it's not that you should be ashamed, but it's nobody really has the right to ask you about it. Mm-hmm. Huh. I thought in a good way. I liked that.
0: Yeah.
1: Drew is likable though now, even though he was so mean at one point.
0: Yeah. This is also when, when Riley says, I don't know why you keep giving me chances. Mm-hmm. And Zane's like, me neither. I
1: don't either. And and neither do, do I, Pat. Oh, your old pal, Pat. I don't understand either. Mm-hmm. Zane chances a catch. Did you see this guy in the painter's cap? Oh, my cap? gosh. This guy in the painter's cap was cute. I think. <laughs> Uh, but good stuff all around. I mean, I, I know I know Riley's a drag, but there was some punch in, which is fun. Mm-hmm. There was some uh, bachelorette auction stuff, and Anya was around, which was fun. Anya's just mm-hmm. always pressing the buttons, being like, you got to talk to this guy. Go flirt with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anya's the best. After I t- said she was useless last week, but I love her this week. <laughs> <clears throat> That's the joy of Degrassi. One week you're useless, the next week you're saving the show. What can I say?
0: Mm-hmm, hmm is it time for the, I didn't I even try this like,
1: week. I always think like Anya, the character of Anya is always like the second to um, like Holly J in a way, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know what else is, is, is a second, uh, I... the second letter of the alphabet, which mm-hmm.
2: is.
1: B-story. I don't want to take up that mantle. That is your mantle.
0: I know. I know. I couldn't think of a good one today. I came up with a great one. I have to say,
1: she put that one in the Smithsonian. Well,
0: you know, you know what uh, someone said in this episode, and that someone is your new favorite character, Wesley. Mm. Let's get B Z.
1: Oh yeah, are we doing Wesley as the B? No, story? that's the C okay. story, so
0: it doesn't really work, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> Eli, I can't even believe uh-huh. this
0: Eli story.
1: It is so.
2: <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
1: Killed his
0: girlfriend, he said. He killed her. Mm -hmm.
1: Spoiler alert. That's the end of the episode.
0: (laughs) And done.
1: Also, he didn't really kill her.
0: No, he didn't really. I understand why he feels guilty, but...
1: Uh, Claire and Eli and Adam are partners on a project for the fun LARPing teacher, Mm -hmm. which is a poetry project. They have to um, make a video of them doing Romeo and Juliet. It doesn't seem to be any more or less than that. Mm -hmm. It's not like change it or modernize it or like you're basically graded on like nothing. It's like, go do it. Mm -hmm. So obviously Claire is feeling a little antsy because she obviously wants to hop on Eli yeah, and she's getting mixed signals, mm-hmm. this and that, and she's not sure what's going on. So they decide that Adam is going to shoot the video, mm-hmm. and uh, Eli is going to play Romeo, and uh, Claire, Claire Bear is going to play Juliet. The star-crossed lovers of the famous William Shakespeare play-you know that one. Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah. That's also the mm-hmm. movie. Gus, Van, uh, Gus, in. Uh, what's, who, uh, <laughs> who is I can't, it? Elvis. I can't think of his fucking Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. One of the great movies, Romeo plus Juliet. Mm-hmm. So this kind of presents an opportunity for Claire to kiss Eli. Mm-hmm. So they go out to a park to shoot the most, um, uninteresting mm-hmm. uh, version of Romeo and Juliet where they're like the, the mise-en-scene is bad. They're just mm-hmm. sitting on a park bench. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, Adam is not getting the coverage he needs for this uh, no, video. No. Adam He's, is not
0: also winning cinematographer of the year. Oh, it's just it's not. A, oh, framing st- is off.
1: Static shot. Just yeah. one shot right in the middle, not Zooming. moving around. Well, oh, there's nothing. There's no. They're, they're doing nothing interesting from a filmmaking standpoint, no. which is why I was like, "Why are we doing this?" Yeah. Um. Uh. Pish how posh, Pat. Pish, Pish posh, posh. Pish posh, Pat. How uh, jog my memory? What is does she drinks like soda or something to die? Yeah, what, yeah, what?
0: that poisonous high fructose cola beverage. <laughs> Um, but they decide to do a little bit of a tweak on the story where in Juliet wakes up before Romeo has died. And so they can fit this kiss in.
1: Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I got to tell you. It's an HK. A good kiss.
1: It's HK. It's a, HK. It's a odd kiss. Mm
0: hmm. It's I write that down now. I'm going to write it down in my notes so I don't forget when I get to the when we have yearbook to do the, episode.
1: <laughs> in the yearbook episode in, so in
0: 2024. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but then she still does die, right? In the video?
0: Yes. Well, because he did die from the poison. So then she kills herself with that gun thing. Oh, right. Laser gun.
1: Right, he took the poison but he hasn't yet died. So yes. they get to kiss and then he passes mm-hmm. and then she shoots herself with the gun. Yes. Cool. And then they present Well, oh, then uh, then Eli right.
0: is suddenly being really standoffish. And Claire's like, that's when she says, pish posh, Adam. And then she says, do I smell or something? Like, why is he like, (laughs) she said it so honestly, she was
1: actually asking the question, do I smell? And I was like, do you sometimes, I guess people as humans (laughs) do sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Adam told her she did not smell. Adam was also afraid of being the third wheel.
0: Yeah. And Adam and like Adam knows some of Eli's backstory that Claire doesn't know yet, but they're all kind of friends. And so. It's a tough, a tough relationship there. And Claire is being so inquisitive about the whole thing and like why is he acting this way? And is just like ends up being kind of, you know, approaching him, being upfront about it. She talks to her teacher about it, who was I saying, don't have like a- <laughs> are you sticking around for seniors pottery <laughs> after school? <laughs>
1: I don't have a problem with how Claire handles
0: this. No.
1: She deserves an explanation. Yeah. What the fuck mm-hmm. is going on? Suddenly you're just going to turn so cold mm-hmm. and act like you don't have any feelings for this person at mm-hmm. all when you certainly do. Yeah. Um, I also find it amusing that the teacher was like watching these videos that the kids made on her laptop during school hours, like during yeah. class time while she should have
0: been but teaching. But 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 she's not showing anyone else in the class, and it was a class assignment. (laughs) It's very weird. I like Um, this teacher, though. I do too. And like when she and Claire are talking, um, you know, they're talking about the biggest problem is always lack of communication. And I was like, that is why every story on the show happens, and why so many things happen when you're a teenager. Lack of communication.
1: Lack of communication, and and also when you're an adult, sometimes too. As Mm -hmm. we remember when uh, Snake and Spike almost didn't get married.
0: Yes. Yes so yeah she she approaches eli
1: eli
0: and he's really standoffish and she's like you know either you like me too or you're just a sociopath who like like led me on and he's like well i'm sorry i led you on
1: yeah he says i'm sorry i led you on so and but then he he pretty much tells her he's like i i I can't be around you. I can't be friends with you because every time I see you, I want to kiss you or something like that.
0: Well, that's a little bit later. So, like, yeah, oh, that's there's there's some more drama before that, wherein Claire re-edits their video that they handed because Eli just like disappears, mm-hmm. like he straight up like doesn't show yeah. up for class, won't talk to them, and Adam knows more, but is just like, I don't want to be the third wheel. I'm not gonna like get involved in this. Yeah, it's also um,
1: not Adam's place to tell the story.
0: I, no, no, it's not. Um, I like Adam. Yeah, so Claire re-edits Romeo and Juliet to be like, because something that she brings up with the teacher and with Adam and all these things is like, why would any woman kill herself for someone who's like flaky? (laughs) I don't know if he actually even likes me anyway. Right. Um, So, Which I thought was like
1: very clever. And I was like, if I was this teacher, I would have like thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, so it's like a really funny re-edit of the Uh, Ending and stuff And then So Claire asks Adam to like Ask Eli like what is going on And have a conversation with Eli And so Adam and Eli have a conversation And Eli doesn't really want to Have to deal with it or anything Right But then Claire manages to get Eli's address Which is Mm -hmm. just around the corner It looks like someone else's former house On this show
1: (laughs) Well Adam gives it to her Ultimately Adam's like Just don't Yeah
0: Yeah. No, no, I know. I meant I, I know that he, I said that he did, but I just said that, um, the house is just like a reused someone else's house that we've reused multiple times. Um, yeah. And then Eli's like, oh, Adam, like, why'd you give my address away? And they go for a ride and. Eli goes to the spot where he and his last girlfriend had had a huge fight and then she rode off on her bike and she got hit by a car. And he, like, starts it off as, like, I killed my girlfriend.
1: She
2: died.
1: And she's feeling more alone (laughs) than she ever has
0: before. She
1: She is dead after riding away on her bike. Wait, that didn't work.
0: (laughs) Too many words.
1: Yeah. Um, they're also, so Eli takes her on this ride, mm-hmm. as you said, to the place where he last saw th- the girlfriend he murdered.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and Claire, they, they're stopped. And Claire says, so what? Is this the part of the trip where you just leave me here and drive away <laughs> and I have to find my way back home and you think it's funny? And I was like, what
0: wait a second wait a second (laughs) i i'm right there with her i would have left to like these things too because it's so when you really like someone and you feel like they do too and then they fucking turn around on you you like are like well what crazy thing is gonna happen now i just
1: feel like that's such a bizarre place to go to like who i guess i hear what you're saying i've been there (laughs) i appreciate that i appreciate that perspective yeah because like i to me i was watching being like what like mm. why do you like this person if you think that he might do this to you
0: yeah well i think it's more so d- literally just because she was like right. wait i thought he liked me and suddenly he's like no i'm a sociopath like, that's she's actually like,
1: a <laughs> i'm glad i brought it up because that yeah uh, that perspective um, yeah. makes me understand it a little mm. bit more um so how do they end it really like
0: so he tells his story and she really like feels for him and he's then he's like tells her how much he likes her but how he's worried about you know that he likes her so much so
1: because he's afraid he's, he's gonna get her he's so also sad gonna get her killed because gonna... <laughs>
0: she also rides a bike around i mean obviously Don't ride like... your bike at night when you're angry it's not
1: funny that this, but it is funny because it's not. This character is not even. It's mm-hmm. not a real person, nor yeah. is it even a real character that we've ever mm-hmm. seen. Doesn't even have a name. Does it, did she have a name? Claire,
0: and no. and she was, was also. Oh, she did. It named was Julie. Claire. I think. I think it was Julie.
1: It would be funny if her name was also Claire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and her name is also Claire, but she spells Clara. it differently than you. Claire.
0: <laughs> her name My, is. Blair Blair
1: (laughs) Liz Fair yeah they got into some fight though he
0: must have been yelling I know I was like what kind I want to hear more about this fight that might up the boiling point on this episode a bit more if I knew what the fight was about
1: do you remember those commercials when the for the insoles and it was like I'm gelling do you remember those yeah oh Mm -hmm. my god that's one of the worst commercials of all time that's the one i'm jellin like like magellan like what yeah. what such a jimmy fallon-y kind of thing <laughs> can you see jimmy fallon like right in that commercial
0: why did this come up for you now
1: because i said yellin, like he, she oh, must have yeah, been yelling yeah. and it made me think of jell
0: jellin <laughs> like
1: magellan jellin <laughs> i'm jellin are you jellin ugh fucking assholes Terrible. No, I'm not. Terrible. Certainly not. That made me never want to buy those insoles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you need them? <laughs> like, did you avoid I buying them? I can use them, them now, so to be quite to honest. It.
1: If they do, they might be good, but fucking, not, I'm not going to buy them. Certainly, yeah. stupid ad campaign for them. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, are you gelling? I'm embarrassed saying it. <laughs> so stop fucking saying it. It's irrelevant keep, to the podcast. I'm just gonna Pat, I'm going to keep
0: saying it. though. All this is say the part. It
1: part of the show where i talk to myself
0: mm-hmm. that means it's time for the could you get the sea story could you get the c story
1: <laughs> this is fun
0: yes it is
1: it's fun. Wesley wants to get in the bachelor auction because he's mm-hmm. got a real crush on Anya Bananya. And I don't blame him. She's great. I can't believe I said such mean things about Anya Bananya last week. She's great in this episode. Yeah. Um, she's running the bachelorette auction. Bachelorette, bachelor auction. She's so happy to have Wesley. She thinks he's a real nice guy. But yeah. Wesley, yeah, go ahead.
0: But she's also, you know, it's, it's tough because she's like, you know, she doesn't love wesley or anything like that but she's like he's a great guy he's nice girls love nice guys yeah um which they don't i mean that's sorry like they should but they don't
1: no 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 that's why they turn into uh incels
0: that's that's why there's are the yelling fault. yelling at the guy in the car like you're just gonna drop me off here and leave aren't you <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i
1: mean it's the by and large like someone becoming an incel it's the woman's fault it's all it's mm-hmm. womankind's fault for not wanting to fuck him you know because yeah. yeah. he's owed that because he, he he's is. nice because yeah. mm-hmm. he's he spends so much time trying to be nice he's owed yeah. fucking as a result of that
0: yes yeah that's how it works
1: God, the patriarchy is a monstrous fucking.
0: So many things enterprise in world mm-hmm. that
1: does sort of like teach you teach people that in its own it sort does, of like yeah.
0: it does yeah. roundabout way. Yeah. But
1: Wesley's not there. Wesley's a very nice guy. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with Wesley. He's not an incel. He's not. He doesn't think he's owed anything. He's just trying to be a fun guy going in this fun auction.
0: Did you notice so early on? Wesley is talking to Dave. Is like, why would you put yourself in this bachelor auction? This is a terrible idea. And Wesley's like, oh, but, you know, people love our song and stuff. And Wesley, sorry, Dave, Dave was like, you know, that song has 50 downloads and you're probably most of them. But then in the background, yeah, of, totally. they play the song. Yeah, and it is good. I was like, oh, that's the three tenors song. I have to be honest. It's pretty catchy. Yeah, it is catchy. That beat. Mm-hmm. Um. So...
1: Wesley's like, I need a guide. I need someone to teach me the ways of romance mm-hmm. and love and look no further than QB, I guess, too now? Yeah. Drew, because Drew is kissing face with Allie all over, the, all over town. He looks great. He's hanging it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, come to find out that Drew is not doing very well in his science class, no. which is taught by Wesley's uncle.
0: Wild. Wild. Wild.
1: Wesley's uncle is talking to Drew, and he says, "Drew, your test is a
0: disaster. <laughs> <laughs> like no punches pulled at all." And
1: Wesley Wes- over,
0: yeah. I was, I say Wesley is so awkward though, which is what's so funny. Like he always says something, and you're like, "Oh, don't say that, Wesley." The the uncle
1: who is also the science teacher is saying because Drew is saying, What can I do to make my grade better? And he's like, Well, maybe you could take retake the test, which very nice option. Yeah. And he goes, or you could get a tutor. Wesley overhears this and he goes, I'll toot you, Drew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he also makes a joke. I larvae science, which yeah, it's, is like it's not even that good.
1: <laughs> and then Drew and Wesley embark on this very fun sort of like um odd couple friendship
2: mm-hmm.
1: where Drew gets ends up getting a good grade on the test because of all of Wesley's tutoring and then becomes sort of like invested in Wesley becoming more mm-hmm. confident and becoming more of the kind of person who could possibly uh, score a date with Anya Bananya on this thing mm-hmm. So he goes to the bachelor auction, and sure as sure as sure as you're born, nobody wants to bet to spend even one single dollar on him. Mm-hmm. And it should be said earlier than this: Wesley does tell Anya that he wants to drop out of the bachelor auction. She will hear mm-hmm. nothing of this, mm-hmm. and she says all the things that you said earlier, which is you're so nice and mm-hmm. sweet. Basically, a lot of adjectives that uh, are also nice, mm-hmm. nice, sweet, kind lovely, funny, those things. The things you never want to hear. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, But he goes through with the auction and he can't get anyone to bet even a single dollar. Mm
2: -hmm. And then
1: Anya bets two to a bet. Uh, What is the word that I'm looking for? Not bet. Bid. Bid. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Anya bids $2 thinking I could certainly get somebody up to $3, maybe $4 or $5, but certainly nobody else bites on the bid
0: and, and, and she's like, Wesley, say something about yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, oh, my goodness. No one has like enough to say about this guy to get anyone to bid on him. He goes, I like science. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everybody laughs. I thought that that was actually going to endear him to people because they thought he was funny. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Anya wins the uh, the auction at $2. And... Wesley is the happiest person that ever lived because all he wanted was Anya to bid on him. And I got to tell you something. If this fucking show does not follow through with the Anya and Wesley date, I am going to revolt because I want (laughs) to see it so badly. I think it's going to be so fun. Mm -hmm. And we'll see what happens. Anya's unattached currently. Sav is with Holly J, for heaven's sakes. Mm -hmm.
0: Nothing ever came of that miscarriage. Is Yeah, no.
1: Is Wesley younger than Anya?
0: Yeah, he's a grade 10.
1: Oh, yeah. She's a senior, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's not going to happen.
1: But it's still going to be fun and very adorable.
0: Yeah. And there's just like some cute moments, too, where like Drew and Wesley do a weird handshake. (laughs) He can't really do anything because he's got those casts on both of his arms. And um... I'm totally
1: here for them having like a fun mismatched couple friendship.
0: Yeah. Kind of like the JT and Paige of like. (sighs) Yesteryear. Perfect Um, example. I also really liked when Riley and Anya were there and and Wesley and Riley's like, don't go to that auction. (laughs) I know. Don't don't even try.
1: Yeah, don't even go. He also (laughs) has this like ill-fitting suit on where the cuffs of his shirt are just like (laughs) so far out from his jacket Mm -hmm. cuffs. It was very cute. I really like Wesley. I like Dave. I like Connor. I like that crew of dorks. Yeah. You're a fun crew of dorks, I have to say.
0: Yeah.
1: Wesley. I also want them. That's Mr. Belvedere. Wesley. Mm-hmm. You remember Mr. Belvedere?
0: I do. I didn't really watch Sparks it much, though. in the China.
1: Never... Sing with me. Never met it before.
0: I'm good. Thanks. Who
1: cares? You don't know the words. That's why. If you knew the words, you'd sing it. Maybe. Um... <sighs> Take this pink ribbon off my eyes sing with me i'm exposed and it's no (laughs) big surprise don't you think i know exactly where i stand no nothing
0: no no i'm enjoying this
1: fair enough i guess fair enough
0: that boil enough for you
1: Oh, fuck. We got to do this bullshit. What's the temperature? <laughs> 212. It's 212. 212.
0: It really should be like 32 to 212 because 32 is freezing in the Fahrenheit scale. But could like. Could be
1: freezing though. Could be it below. Could be below freezing. An episode right? could certainly be below freezing. We haven't been there yet. Mm-hmm. We rate each of these episodes over the last couple of weeks on this Mm -hmm. news, it was so much easier when we used to do this patented one to 10 scale. You just said one through 10. It was very easy to figure Mm -hmm. out Uh, 10%, 20%, 30% kind of a deal, but we've, we've fixed ourselves into this bind here. Where now we have to rate each episode on uh, the scale of how hot (laughs) water (laughs) needs to get in order to boil, which is, I forget every week, but it's 212 Mm -hmm. degrees Fahrenheit. Yes. And that means it's a hot episode. That means it's a that would be like a 10. In the to to liken it to the patented scale of 1 to 10 which we used to have, a 212 would be a 10. Anything mm-hmm. higher would be like Dave Meltzer giving a match six stars. That's for you Tom Green. Um but instead we're here at the 212 mark Rach, mm-hmm. How hot do you think episodes, sorry. Uh uh 207 Wait, that's not right. Ten, nineteen, and ten twenty. Mm-hmm. Ben Folds is still fighting it. How hot do you think they get? Do they give you your money back? Well, you bitch. Not you. Not you. <laughs> not you.
0: Not, <laughs> not you. Um, well, there's some violence in and some internalized homophobia happening in that first Here a is. story, Here and is. there's some slurs that you don't want to say out loud happening in that there is some real heat between eli and claire Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. is kind of you know making things bubble a bit um and then there's just the fun and the joy of wesley um
2: Mm
0: -hmm. this is this is probably too high but i'm saying 117
1: that's pretty high um Wesley's a lot of fun But I don't think he's boiling It's not No, it's, it's not, no he's, he's not raising boiling the heat. He's a, If anything he's dropping the heat Because he's pretty not sexy
0: Yeah It's it's pretty much between Claire and Eli And then the violence In the story That it's like Bringing anything to a boil
1: I think the violence Is justified I want to see that guy Get punched in the face 35 <laughs> more times I think if Riley Wasn't like an yeah. Anger management Kind of like Student mm-hmm. And he was just like A regular guy Who got pissed And punched him in the face We would mm-hmm. be like Fucking cheering it But he is an anger management student and he shouldn't be punching people in the face. So I guess that raises the heat a little bit. I mean, Eli's girlfriend was killed by a...
0: a Yeah, that was also like... I think that was the other thing I was thinking of. I mean, not in this episode, but... Exactly. Had we Mm -hmm.
1: met this character and this was part of... Eli's story that we've seen it probably would have been more devastating to us but because it's off screen we've never met this person it's just sort of like Eli's world it kind of drops it down a little bit what did you say 117 yeah 116 baby (laughs) 116
0: for me wow
1: (laughs) hot to trot. it's not so hot oh my goodness 110 you could go in a 110 hot tub is that what you said
0: uh, like 105, 106 is probably. I'm gonna, the you know show. what? I'm gonna
1: drop it down to 103.
0: Oh, it's this like is a hot, hot tub. tub. This is maybe a hot tub. Maybe it is a hot tub episode. Like, I think tub. it's like steamy, but it's not like boiling. So maybe I should go down too. I think I'm gonna go down to 104 because I got to keep it one above you.
1: There's a dead teenage girl. Not in the hot tub, thank God. I love that punch to that fucking <laughs> piece of shit's face, though. I gotta say, it would be if if you want to have like deter us against violence have people punch people who aren't just complete shitheads
0: (laughs) like there's nothing redeeming about Owen as a person right now
1: like imagine he punched Wesley like after Dave said that's so gay which is not nice Mm -hmm. obviously obviously you shouldn't say that and I think we have learned now that that is like a thing that you don't say but imagine if after Dave said it not Wesley Dave said it fucking Riley reared back and punched Wesley in the nose, then I would be like, he's got an issue. Yeah,
2: yeah. But
1: this guy wrote the F slur in fucking uh, shaving cream on a bus. He mm-hmm. is asking for it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know that's like probably toxic masculinity for me, but that guy, watching that guy get slugged in the fucking nose was so mm-hmm. satisfying to me. I loved every second of it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But it speaks to the greater sort of like psyche of Riley as to why it's bad. <laughs> if Zane Chaz did it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'd be fucking cheering. Put it in a movie
0: for God's sakes. Anyway, sorry, Rach. It's okay. Keep going. <laughs> um, so, Pat.
1: Justifying my bloodlust.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's there's a time and a place for everything, and this might be the episode for that. Um, all right, Patrick, if you were attending the ill-conceived Degrassi Bachelor auction... <laughs> it's my favorite
1: part of the episode. Every week, this is my favorite part of the
0: episode. You had... You had $68 oh to bid on someone. 68 <laughs> American dollars. I know it's specific, but it's raising money for charity. I think I'm not really sure what they were raising money for. How many that loonies? Is 67 loonies. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> no idea. I don't know what the exchange rate is these days. Um, you have 68 American dollars, unknown amount of loonies. Um, to bid on one of these DeGrassians, who would you bid on?
1: Well, the good news is I'd only have to spend three of them because I would be bidding on Wesley, baby, my <laughs> MVD, and he didn't get anything. He got I, I'd keep sixty. How many did you say sixty? How many did I have? Sixty. Sixty-eight.
0: What? Sixty-eight. I'd
1: have fucking sixty-five left for the date for me and Wesley <laughs> you to guys on a go date. out and have a great time. I'd take him to see Blade Runner or something. I love Wesley. <laughs> I also love Drew. I, I it's almost a, a duo, the sort of oh, like Drew okay, Wesley. Okay. but it's not. I'm picking. I'm picking only one. I'm picking Wesley, I'm, but yeah, they play off each other really well. I think Wesley's a lot of fun. He's not an incel yet. I'm hoping he never gets there. Um, uh, he is. He he's managing to to uh, s- put out the fire of the Rick vibes kind of permeate around him just by the by virtue of the fact of mm. the way he looks
0: well he doesn't have the anger <laughs> issues that rick has. no
1: he's a lot of fun he's having a good time he loves the three tenors for heaven's mm-hmm. sakes
0: he's the best
1: love and wesley give it to me how about you rach where do you stand I'm on who are not, you bidden?
0: i'm not sure because i feel like zane deserves some recognition chaz mm-hmm. zane mm-hmm. chaz zane chaz um I feel like Claire deserves some recognition, and I feel like Wesley deserves some recognition. And I'm happy I'm,
1: to hear you say that about Claire because I was a little bit concerned that you were going to be coming down on Claire for some reason. I don't know why necessarily, no, but because
0: I, I like I I was not coming down on her because I was I've been there. <laughs> like, oh yes, I've had those guys that I'm like, I like you. Why can't you just be honest about your feelings? Right, your right. She's problem? very mature. She's too mature. Yeah, and I think that she's so mature that I was like, oh, I love this like i think you fucking
1: i mean honestly Rach, you love claire
0: i think i do yes um
1: that makes me fucking so happy right
0: as usual i'm not choosing riley but i feel like there's a part of me that's like i kind of felt like some of what zane was saying was really good but i also like wesley is so great in this and was kind of like but i already picked wesley
1: pick somebody else
0: all right i think i'm gonna go with claire yes I love it. So be it. I so love now, it. Now that we've participated in the benefit auction, we have some people to welcome into the room.
1: Oh, my God. I don't know if I have it in me.
0: <laughs> we have three
1: people this week. Oh, my God. All right. Hold on. Let me steal myself. All right. No, this is the best. This is the best mm-hmm. part of the show.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I got to get him in here. I got to mm-hmm. get the old man in here for a fucking couple of minutes. Let me see what he's got. Hey. You ready? Ah uh, this is uh, yes I'm always ready. I sit here all the time. I just sit here and I wait for you to call on me. I live here. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Rachel. Hello,
0: Mr. Del Rossi. Oh,
1: my goodness. You look so nice. It is a little oh, dark. You. The background is a little dark. I cannot see yeah, so good.
0: Yeah, I'm in a spotlight. Oh,
1: but you look beautiful. You look, you oh, know what you, you look, Rachel? Did I tell you this all the time? I never tell you. You look bellissima.
0: Oh, thank you, Mr. Del, you Del Rossi. You look like a
1: fresh, hot pizza right out of the oven. <laughs>
0: Just that melty cheese and the oil oh, dripping the off of it. Oh, the best
1: part of the pizza. You know, I, I got to tell you right now, don't give me a pizza that you put back in. Give me right out of the oven. Oh, bellissima. I'll wait for it. I will wait for three hours for a, for a fresh a pizza piece. A piece of pizza? A piece of pizza. You got to give me a piece of pizza.
0: Pizza pizza, right? A piece You're of telling pizza. you me.
1: Happy Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah. What are Do you, you going to celebrate? A...
1: Oh. Do I celebrate the Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do not. Ce- listen, I do not. I am a Can- Canadian man. Mm-hmm. So I celebrate it on a different day than mm-hmm. you do at a different mm-hmm. time. I have a different, whole different Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But I know that it's coming up for you. It's Thanksgiving. And I'm very happy because you get to eat all of the food that you like.
2: Mm-hmm. You get to eat
1: the motardelle. You get to mm-hmm. eat a a bologna. You get to eat oh, a, yeah. scal- a scallion. You get to mm-hmm. eat a calzone. Mm-hmm. You get to eat oh all the mozzarella, the mortadella. Mm-hmm. I said the mortadella ready. You get to mm-hmm. eat a. Uh, you know what you get to eat? I know because you're American. You eat the uh, olive loaf.
0: Oh, we love an olive loaf. <laughs>
1: I know how much you like it. It's basically a bologna with the olives in it. It's a, it is mm-hmm. disgusting. Mm-hmm. But I know that you people like it because you fucking are <laughs> awful. You like The worst of foods and the worst of things. You eat the McDonald's. You eat McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Burger King's. A Wens. McDonald's. You know where you go to? Probably for the, where you could go for the If, if you're sad on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And you have no friends. And you have enough fam, And you're just a sad. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to make a whole dinner, you go to the Boston Mark.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boston Mark. I used to love the Boston Mark.
1: And you get yourself a turkey din, or you could get the ham steak.
2: Oh, Some yeah. I know. Like you like li- ham- Do
1: you like a ham steak? Oh, I know Pat loves it. He tells me all the yeah. time. Yeah. He says, give me a ham a steak and put the pineapples on it. Oh, like the pineapples? Okay. He likes it. But anyway, happy Thanksgiving to you, Rachel. Happy oh, Thanksgiving thank to Pat. Happy Thanksgiving to all of the broomheads around the world. And especially, most especially, most, most, most especially, all of the broomheads who come and join the Patriot and come into the room. Wait until you see the Thanksgiving dinner you're going to have in here because it no. is something else. It has got all the foods you ever wanted in your whole life. It's got the American foods. It's got Italian foods. It's got the Spanish foods. It's got all of the foods. French foods, okay. Russian foods. What do you like? What's your favorite kind of food?
0: Um edible food, I like.
1: Well, unfortunately, you don't you do not give to the Patreon, so you don't get any of it. <laughs> so you get the fuck out of here right now, Rachel. Spend the five dollars and make sure you have you on the podcast. I heaven, so don't even know how you get into the meetings. <laughs> Pat either this fucking piece of shit, he doesn't either. He doesn't spend the five dollars. It's stupid, it's stupid though. Anyway, is there people that come into the yeah. room and say there's a three yeah. people in the year three of our Lord, 2022? People. Oh my
0: goodness, mm-hmm. I'm so happy to welcome them. Let me take a sip and you tell okay. me who the first person is. Okay. The first person is Sarah.
1: Oh, I knew it. Is it Sarah with an H or Sarah with the other H? Sarah with an H. So that is not a, like a, the Ben Fold song Zach and Sarah, which no, is no. Sarah without an H and the Zach without the C. That is what mm-hmm. the song is about. So this is mm-hmm. a Sarah with an H. Well, I got news for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I say, uh, personally, this is just a personal thing. I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here if you don't have the H. I don't even want to hear it. I don't want a S-A-R-A in here. Get out of here. This is a fakakta. What if the next
0: person we had to welcome in into the room was an S-A-R-A? But you Well, know. then
1: I would have love it. Then Fine. I would just say, take the H and shove it up in your ass. Is what I would
0: say. <laughs> I, would, I am a kidding around. I
1: love Sarah with the H. She is the best. She's as She comes in the room. You know how it works. I don't have mm-hmm. to explain it. I've mm-hmm. been explaining it for years. You mm-hmm. come in here, you're gonna have the best time of your life. You want to come here for Thanksgiving? You're gonna have it whatever you want. We don't have it just a turkey and a stuffing and a mashed potatoes and a yams and a and a, a green bean casserole. And also, we if you want that, then we have it. But we have everything. Do you want to have the small little onions Oh the yeah, cream
0: those pearl onions? Oh
1: my God, do we have them? Do you mm-hmm. want to have a Do you want to have a peas, Sarah?
0: Maybe. Sarah? I mean I'm not Sarah, I'm Rachel oh, well, you know? I'm sorry,
1: yeah. you the man not yeah. to speaking to Sarah I'm speaking to Rachel. I'm a little I'm a little hotter tonight. I don't yeah. know if you noticed. I'm a little feisty. <laughs> Ooh. What happened? I've been in hibernating too long. I was off for a whole week. We didn't have an episode last no. week. I've been sitting in the corner here Three looking at the wall. In the room. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Welcome. You're lovely. I'm so happy you have an H. If you didn't have an H, I would loved you just as much. There's no <laughs> difference. It's just a joke I make up. I love a Sarah S A S-A-R-A. R A. I love a Sarah S A R A H. I love a Sarah S E R A like a Sarah Lee. She mm. make it. The, she make it the
0: pastries. That's S A R A.
1: Oh, I thought. Well, oh, yeah, that,
0: that, that make <laughs> some more sense. S E R A. it's S
1: E R A doesn't make a sense. A Sarah.
0: Sarah. K Sarah. Sarah. Yeah, whatever will it be, will it be, Stephen the Sondheim.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's not the Ready Stephen to welcome that. the it's next not, person? It's not the
1: Stephen the Sondheim. Vibe. <laughs> I, I, don't so. I don't know what
0: it is. Don't, I don't, don't say
1: yes. Don't agree Stephen with me. Sondheim? I'm a fucking idiot. You
0: also told me that Elton John died, so.
1: I said nothing of the sort. I didn't say anything about the Elton Sorry, John. Sorry, Pat Diane. did. Oh, yeah, you confuse us all the, too much. I know, I know.
0: All right, Bob Sarah, Hoskins
1: Sarah, I love you. Thank you for coming. Who else? Who do we got the next coming into the room?
0: We have Renee. Oh, 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 my goodness gracious. I knew it. But not Renezme.
1: Oh, Renezme is, oh, there's, we're not there yet because we have a whole nother, I think there's a whole nother episode.
0: that. Oh, it, yeah, we got a whole other one before Pat, we get to Renesme.
1: Pat has to get through a whole nother episode, and then he can
0: talk about the Hall of Fame.
1: <laughs> but Renezme is in the mind. Don't think it is yeah. or not. He knows it is in the mind. I got to talk about the Renee, though. Mm-hmm. She is a bellissima person. I am so happy for Renee that Renee has joined us in the room. It is a so... It's a cold outside right now. It is. Some people... Some people like it to be cold outside and the inside. Some people... Want it to be a warmer inside Mm -hmm. Because it's a colder outside Renee, whichever kind of a person you are The room is going to be perfectly tailored to your needs It is Mm -hmm. going to be cold if you like it to be cold It's going to be warm if you like it to be warm And you're just in time for Thanksgiving We have got so many onions The small, (laughs) tiny little onions In the cream sauce (laughs) Oh, bellissimo It's so good, we're so happy to have you, Renee Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming in who oh my goodness, I'm so tired. I get so tired. Yeah. I can't wait. I could do this though. I could do seven more. You got seven more? I have one more. Okay, let's see who it is. It's Nikki. Nikki. Oh my goodness gracious. I love you, Nikki. You are Bellissima. <laughs> mm-hmm. Am I mm-hmm. repeating myself too much? <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Nikki, darling Nikki, like a, the princess song. Darling and Nikki like a princess song. You know the princess song of Darling and Nikki from A Purple Rain? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a great the song. What a great the song. Uh, I love that song, and I love a you. You are the top-notch kind of a person, much like Renee, also a top-notch person. Sarah with an H, very top-notch person. All of the top, most top-notch people. They come mm-hmm. in here, and they come to the room. And I got to do this for you, all three of you. What you don't mm-hmm. know is, right now, Rachel is a paying absolutely zero attention to anything <laughs> I say. She is a sitting, she's, she's just, she's just white knuckling, waiting for this to be over. Which is mm-hmm. a great thing to see if you're on the Zoom. But this is not the great thing to see it in life when you listen to the show. It is just a me. Rachel just waiting for me to finish. So let me tell you, Nikki. Nicky, Nikki Nicky, Nicky, Nikki, Nikki. So happy to have you in the room. And you can come in here. And you know what else is an interesting thing about the room? You like it to bob for apples? You can bob for apples all year in this room. It's not just a Halloween thing.
0: So come on in. <laughs> this room has a lot going for it's it. It's
1: got anything you want. It is, it is, like, the, it is like a Willy Wonka's at the chocolate factory, except I'm not going to make you die. Mm-hmm. Willy Wonka, he kills all of those people.
0: He does. Yeah, those kids are dead.
1: I don't kill anybody. You come in here, you do whatever you want. It is made for you from your brain and your heart. My heart says a happy Thanksgiving, a day late. Mm -hmm. I love you all. That's, that's it. it. I got to nothing else. I okay. was going to say something disparaging about like how we have a Thanksgiving and how toxic it is and all of the, the, the theories behind it and not theories, the facts behind it and how bad and, you know, it's not the great thing really. But, you know, here's mm-hmm. what we do we just celebrate our families and our close friends mm-hmm. and how we love them. And that is it. And you say bellissima. You eat the salam sandwich. You put some provolone on the salam sandwich. You put a little mustard on it, oil and vinegar, whatever you want. It is beautiful, bellissima, Nikki, Renee, Sarah. Mm-hmm. God bless. And a thank you so much for being a patron. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Jesus.
0: Were you falling asleep there, Pat? It's not a joke. That takes a lot. I'm very t- It really takes a lot. Of- <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I meant where you fall asleep, you know, during. Well, Mr. Oh, the Russell actual. Yeah. Yeah. While mm-hmm. mis- yeah.
1: No. Yeah. 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 Of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, everyone, for listening. You know where you can find us on the Internet. We're on Instagram at sparklespaz 28. You can send us an email at every episode. Ver oh, at Gmail dot com. Speaking of emails.
1: Yeah. So we get if you send us an email, I can't tell you how much it means to us. God mm-hmm. heavens to Betsy. We get such nice emails, such nice we people. We do. We got a, such a lovely email from a broomhead r- this past week, and it just it made our day, mm-hmm. right? It made your day, right, it Rach? Mm-hmm. It did. To know that you like what we do and that what we do <laughs> gets into your world, it just makes us so happy. So thank you so much for any email you write. We appreciate it.
0: We we appreciate the kind words, and I know we don't. We used to sometimes read our uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts and stuff, and I I haven't read them recently because I sometimes get nervous about you know if they might say mean things or something like that, and I I don't really need to oh, read love- mean things about me. <laughs> um, but I I kind of glanced at it the other day, and there were so many kind and thoughtful reviews that have been written in the last few months. And I just oh, want to say thank say you them. to people thank who did you. that as well.
1: Yeah. I got to thank you. Thank That's so nice. Mm-hmm. I got to read these reviews. Yeah. I haven't seen some reviews in a while.
0: Yeah. It really is a labor of love. This podcast. <laughs> You know, we yeah. appreciate, we appreciate totally. everyone who listens and everyone who writes reviews and everyone who contributes to, you know, the social media conversations and especially to those who give us some money on Patreon that helps keep the lights on.
1: The best people, the most Bellissima people. To steal a, to steal mm-hmm. a phrase from Mr. Del Rosi,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Bellissima, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: the Bellissima people. So... We hope that on this Friday after Thanksgiving, you had a nice time with family, friends, chosen family. And hell, if you're if you're somebody who's just like, you know what, I just want to fucking be alone and listen Mm -hmm. to podcasts and hang out. I hope you had a great time. You were off work. I'm glad. Enjoy your days off. That's
0: Mm -hmm. what you got to do. And also to those who don't live in the U.S. and don't celebrate and to those who don't want to celebrate because it's a really horrible holiday. Also understand. um, Totally.
1: hundred percent. We're thankful
0: for all of you. We're so thankful. We Do you are.
1: want to say all the things we're thankful for? No, I'm just kidding. We might be here for a few hours. You know what I'm thankful for is those little onions, those little tiny onions. That, that
0: I'm really around. thankful for the five in Ben Fold's five.
1: I'm thankful for the 18 from your high school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> those 18 I,
0: girls. I, you know what? I'm thankful for Riley. Riley Stavros? Riley Stavros, because... Without Riley, it would the rest of the it stories would wouldn't seem show. so interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Without Riley, it would be like a show that we didn't have to talk about for two hours. We'd just be like, this was good.
0: End scene.
1: Stay tuned, broomheads. You're the best. Best we love is yet you. to come.
2: Good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. GCD, baby.
1: GC comedy. Grilled cheese, definitely.